0: Atypical words is created by Rabbi Ari Karetsky, host of Jews You Should Know, a great podcast available on all platforms. You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Akram Kibalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. One of our Maryland team members, Rabbi Moshe Schoenbrunn is departing at the end of this semester for a position in the business world. At a Mayora virtual national forum last week, I was asked to share some thoughts in honor of this friend and colleague of the past several years. Early that morning, I leafed through the week's Torah portion and noticed a peculiar shift in its chief protagonist, Yosef, or Joseph. Yosef, as we know, is the quintessential dreamer. The Parsha is bracketed by recollections or interpretations of these nocturnal visions. However, early on, this capacity to dream actually alienates those around him. And Joseph dreamed the dream and told his brothers, and they continued to hate him. And they continued further to hate him on account of his dreams and on account of his words. However, once Yosef matriculates down to Egypt, something changes. Suddenly, this young man who could not ingratiate himself with his own family is appointed administrator over the estate of a nobleman, Potiphar. And Joseph found favor in his eyes, and he, Potiphar, appointed him over his house, and all he had given into his hand. A bit later, when Yosef is incarcerated on false allegations from Potiphar's wife, his favor with others persists. God was with Yosef, and he extended charisma to him, and he gave him favor in the eyes of the warden of the prison. The warden delivered all the prisoners into Yosef's hands, and whatever they did there, he was the one who did it. In prison, Yosef functions as a wise interpreter of dreams, a skill he deploys again in next week's Parsha, to achieve acclaim with Paro and earn a position as Egyptian viceroy. In my remarks to my colleagues, I noted this evolution and related them to the rabbi who was moving on. He is a creative, artistic dreamer, but the students also feel connected to him in a personal sense, not a combination, as we see, that can be automatically presumed. Later that day, Rabbi Schoenbrunn reached out to me to thank me for my kind words and also to share a fitting thought from the great Hasidic master, Reb Zaduk of Lublin, as we wondered above what in fact did change in Yosef's personality that now transformed him from an object of scorn and envy to a beloved figure in his Egyptian milieu. In short, he explains, Yosef had graduated the proverbial school of hard knocks, having been abandoned by his brothers, sold into slavery, accused by his supervisor's wife, and imprisoned. He had ample time and occasion to reflect on the source of his travails, his own relative conceit, and to recognize his need to integrate with others. Yosef possessed rare gifts, the vision to predict his own future and that of others, but was forced to learn how to utilize them without appearing condescending or conceited. This, Reptsonik observes, illuminates Yaakov's reaction to Yosef's apparent murder. He guarded the matter and refused to be consoled. Because on a deep level, he recognized that Yosef would yet actualize his abilities in a more palatable manner. Most of us excel in one or another realm, and while active in that domain can fall prey to egotism, impatience, and insensitivity, our objective must be to express our gifts in service of others and of higher ideals, without lording them over others. Shabbat Shalom.